Hi, I'm Renee Evans, co-senior leader of Bethel Austin. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our weekly sermons so that you don't miss what is happening here at Bethel Austin. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. And most of all, we pray that you would have an encounter with the living God today. Uh, well, I want to kind of cover the praying for the meal thing too. Sometimes I will, when we would sing, the only thing I could think of was the scripture, rise, kill, and eat. But <laughs> all right, <laughs> take it away, Stacey. <laughs> He said, I thought you were going to share something. And I said, I thought I was doing the announcements. <laughs> so here we are. Well, this morning, I, I was just filled with so much joy. And I was out early walking our dog in the cold. And man, the presence of God just has been so sweet all weekend. And I was just flooded with just so much thanksgiving and so much joy. And I just was telling God just how much I love him. And man, he was just reminding me of so many things. And as I was really just sharing thanksgiving with him, I just saw his face. And, you know, I was really thanking him for the things that he gives us. From his hand, but then my eyes caught his eyes. Mm. And it was like, Jesus, if you didn't do one more thing, <laughs> you're enough. You're enough. And that just began to just well up inside of me. Just, God, you're so good. You're so beautiful. You're so good. And man, last night was so fun. <laughs> I don't know if you were here last night, but it was so fun to be in the presence of God and to see God's gifts getting released in his children, people receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and receiving their prayer language and healing getting released in people that have never even known about the gifts of the Spirit. Their hands are getting hot and they're laying their hands on people and they're getting healed. That's what church is all about awe and wonder of who our Jesus is coming together as the body and strengthening one another. Oh man, <laughs> so good. He is so good. And I kind of felt like we've been wearing a new pair of shoes around here. I don't know about you ladies, but when you get in the new pair of shoes, you kind of got to break them in a little bit. You know, you wear them a little bit around the house and then you won't go out very far in them. Maybe put some band-aids on. I felt like the band-aids got ripped off last night. You know, we're in this new house and it's like, this is our house. We have built an altar before the Lord. We have come together as family. This feels like a significant moment for us as a house. <sighs> Is that it? That was really good. <laughs> and maybe, uh, maybe before you go, you should pray. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you're so good. <laughs> we love you. We love you. We love you. And God, I pray over your people today. God, if there is someone in this room that does not know you, that does not know 
the intimacy of you and online, if you're watching online and you haven't experienced the reality of the presence of God, he's here. He's right there in your living room. He is right here in our midst and he wants to know you intimately. Surrender. <laughs> Surrender. He's so worth it. He is so good. <laughs> he will change your life forever. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That was a real good job. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm not quite three sheets to the wind, but I'm less, at least two and three quarters. Original intention of God after creating everything, speaking everything into existence. And then in doing into Adam, he called them Adam. These two are one. And uh, it was this wonderful communion in the cool of the day they would hear God the voice walking in the cool of the day the original intention of creation was God just wanted to go on a walk with his people. There, in church cultures, there have been these things you've got to turn or burn. You've got to do this, this, and this. But every single man, woman, and child on this planet Like no other part of creation has a, a mind, will, and emotions. And we have the power to choose. And our life becomes what we regularly choose. And yet, our time here is really just a vapor. And then there's this thing called eternity. In his word, he didn't say any, any other part of his creation had eternity. But he has set eternity in the hearts of man. And so no matter what we're about day to day, there's something eternal is calling us. I have been in tribal areas, different parts of these, this world. I've been in so many different cultures. And there are unique aspects about culture that are a part of the redemptive plan of heaven. 
But yeah, in every man, woman, and child, there's this thing that there's got to be something more. There's got to be more than just day in, day out, same old, same old, trying to make it. We, we have this power to choose. Jesus with his disciples said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. Let's go, guys. And in Matthew chapter 16, we see the specifics of the three. I'll read some of the text. Now, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, led them on to a high mountain by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, his clothes became as white as a light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with Elijah, talking with them. And then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's good for us to be here. (laughs) It's good for us to be here. And let's just stay here. Let's just, uh, let's, let's get a tabernacle going for Moses. Let's get a tabernacle for, 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 for Elijah. And like, uh, can we get like a super deluxe one for me? And we just stay here. Let's just not go down the, you know, the, the rest of those guys, they missed it. You chose us. Here we are. Woo. We got it. How many times do we speak and don't realize what we're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been there, done that way too many times. Every head bowed, every eye closed. No. (laughs) I'm messing with you now. Sometimes we don't realize what our appointment is. And these three were chosen out of the twelve... And there was another 70 that got in on some more things. And then there were the multitudes. But the specifics of these three were they were become the fathers of the early church. And he wanted to encounter them so he could transform them. In the glory of God, there is transformation. Oh, that felt so good. I just want to say that again. 
There is transformation in the glory of God. You can't get in it or around it without it having an effect on your life. And the wonderful thing about the glory of God, it is synonymous with his goodness. Appreciate your enthusiasm right now. Moses prayed. He had, you know, he had all those rebels. He had Amalekites attacking him. He had mosquito bites too. And he comes down to this place after being second in command over the most powerful nation in all the earth at the time, Egypt. He had power, prestige, and everything he wanted. But there was something else on his life. There was something called calling and election. And after trying to take care of all the rebellious ones and the ones that were manifested the spirit is stupid. <laughs> you know, he gets to that point, that place where his singular cry was this. Lord, I'll use the King James, Lord, I beseech you now, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Let's just kind of cook on that just a minute. There's, in glory, there's a weightiness to it. It's called the eternal weight of glory. I've seen it come. And I've seen sometimes into the thousands immobilized by corporate glory. And people not through the laying on of hands, but because of weighty glory. All right. How many ready for story time? Remember, it technically does not count against preaching time. So we, we were a homeless family for about three years. We were living wherever God would give us revival. You know, we left our little place in Mason, that part of the hill country, and and we just went out not knowing where. That was the call. The Lord visited me after prayer with the men. One morning said, as I called Abraham to go out not knowing where, so I call you to go from this place. I go home. We got small children, real small house there in Mason. And uh, I said, hey, babe, babe, we need to talk. <laughs> we got something to talk about now. And uh, I, I told her what he told me, and she just smiled and said, oh, I know. How do they do that, guys? How do they do that? 
Oh, I know. He visited me too. And said, as I, as I called uh, Sarah to go out following Abraham, not knowing where. <laughs> so there we were. And we didn't have invitations. We didn't have money. We wanted to live in such a way that if God didn't get a, catch us, we were going to have trouble. <laughs> and anyway, so we end up in Nebraska. We end up supposed to be doing two meetings, and then revival broke out for weeks. That was fun. And then there was this Wesleyan church in North Platte, Nebraska. How many ever been to North Platte? It's a pretty interesting place. <laughs> and we're in this Wesleyan church, and we're supposed to do this Sunday morning, Sunday night, get her done type church, you know? And uh, it was uh, when I, they had a worship service and prayer on the Saturday night. It, it was, the place was just pregnant, pregnant with heaven. I said, something's up here. And then did the Sunday, but on the Sunday night, I'm sitting in the, in the pew, front pew with the pastor, and uh, the worship team, really small, long, narrow, wood bench church, and uh, there's this guy, his name was James, and he had tattoos, arm, African-American. He had gotten saved in prison and just had been transformed. And James was going to share before he sang. But all of a sudden, his hands start shaking with the microphone. And then about from here, he lifts off of his feet and goes sailing into the back wall. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> then there was a... I'll, I'll just kind of look down right now and say, there, there was this woman on the team of distinguished size, and I could see that she was about to go out. And so, golly, I run up to, to try to get behind her and pray quick for a Samson anointing. And <laughs> I got behind that woman. I even went into hypertones. <laughs> I got behind her. And then all of a sudden, they said, Jeff, it was a noble effort. <laughs> you got behind that woman, and then your eyes closed, and you went sailing into the back wall. <laughs> and then what happened next? It was just glorious. The kabod came on the platform, and all, all others on the platform were gone. I didn't see it. I was gone. <laughs> and the only guy kind of really still able was the piano guy, and he was like this. <laughs> and then the people, just listen to this, so, it's so beautiful. Listen, the people were drawn 
to the glory that was manifesting in the front. No one called them. There was no facilitation going on. I want to say again, he has set eternity in the hearts of men. And you can try to push that button off again and again and again. But it's still there. And so they would get up out of their pews. They, they had to tell me this because I was gone. My friends tell me I have three levels, level one, level two, level three. When I get to level three, I don't come back. <laughs> it was level three. And the people would just like, it would be like walking into a wall and no one laying hands, just people going down. And then... All I remember is the pastor shaking me, trying to get me up. It was like, brought back memories of my, 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 my mom. So it's time to go to school. <laughs> it was like, uh, uh, I had an assistant called, uh, I, I brought him from Grand Island, Mitch Stroda. I, I said, go get Mitch to say something. And uh, then I go back to heavenly realm, and then I feel the pastor is shaking me again, and he said, Mitch is out. <laughs> Anybody hungry? Anybody hungry? Anybody hungry? not just some some like seminar all right don't be shocked all right Dave would you go to your keys I'm gonna key up Dave right now thank you father thank you father thank you father first and foremost there's some perhaps that are here that if you don't have assurance of your salvation and uh, you're just uh, groping out there in the world and, and the scripture says with no hope, no God. And God has brought you here. His love, His great love He has for you on, typically we're our own worst enemies but Jesus is our advocate and Jesus wants to embrace you Jesus wants to leave 99 and go after you He wants to fill you with purpose. He wants to fill you with his father's heart and his father's love. He wants to break the cycles of fear and anxiety and shame. 
there's others that have done the church thing, but you're not, you know that there's something more. And that eternal calling is coming like the waves of the sea towards you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, right now we thank you for ministering grace in this room. And first and foremost, this morning, if you are here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior or you're in a place of challenge and you want to return, I just ask you just to stretch your hands up right now and just say, that's me. Thank you, thank you. Anyone else want to get in on that? Thank you. Any others that just say, Jesus, I need you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. And then for the rest. How many want to be filled with the knowledge of his love? Filled with the knowledge of his goodness? Filled with the knowledge of his glory? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I want to declare right now that this facility is a mountain. And I want to declare and welcome any that just want to return again to the front and say, Lord, I want to carry the weight of eternal glory on my life. If that's you, come quickly now. Thank you, Father. Can we have the worship team just come back? you father all right you don't have to be sullen right now just begin to open your lips and just begin to thank him for his goodness his glory and his goodness are interchangeable and just renew your vows to him thank you father Thank you for encounter right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you fill the hungry with good things. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for assignments. We thank you for fresh knowing of your will.
We thank you for the clarity of heaven. We thank you for the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for assignments coming from heaven. Thank you for angelic encounter. Thank you for fiery messengers. Thank you, Father, for dreams and visions being released. Hey, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. I just want to declare again, Lord, would you release missions, mandates, and movements at this altar right now? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I hear this right now. He is putting within many right now a new heart and a new spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We just thank you for fresh surrender. We thank you for the abandonment to your will and your purpose. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. There is uh, this couple, you're right there by that post. Yeah, you guys, there's a favor on your lives. There's such favor over your lives. I just looked at you and saw the favor of the face of Jesus Christ over your lives. And uh, the God of breakthroughs has come. The God of breakthroughs has come. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you worship. I hear the specifics of the voice of God coming. Do not turn to the right or the left. This is the way. Walk in this. Thank you, Father. Thank you for brilliance upon their pathway. Thank you, Father, for freedom from any anxiety in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Just going to have the team just lead us out in worship. And then just that you don't have to wait for someone to come and pray for you. You just begin to open up your lips and pray your heart cry for more of him and more of his will, more of his glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.
abide. So we're not going anywhere. We're going to keep abiding. And then we're going to keep abiding. We're going to come back again and keep abiding. We're not in a hurry. But if you have children in children's church at this time to go get them, you can go get them and bring them back in here. We can have the ministry team begin to make their way up to the front, just along the front. We're going to keep abiding. But I do feel God is going to minister into some specific things. And I want, I want you to hear this. I feel specifically like there is grace for the, for the healing over trauma and abuse in the house. We're going to have some team up here. They'll have badges, trusted, trusted members of the house. And if you want, maybe it's just a hug you need. Maybe God's doing it at your seat, but healing from abuse. The Father is here with healing in his wings. The hovering nature of God is in the room. He can touch you right where you are. But if you want a team member just to embrace you, pray with you, they're up here as well going and there's ministering grace other things God's going to continue to release things let's let's start there let's continue to worship for a little bit longer thanks for listening to the sermon of the week for more information about this podcast and other resources please visit Bethel ATX dot com.